Hi, everybody. Dave and Catherine here from Fantasy Fitnessing. And we're just going to do a quick little episode here on who, what athletes we are a bit bullish on looking at this upcoming season now that we're a couple parts done and then run through a couple news clips from the fantasy fitnessing from the rack quick news clips section of our website so a little update from from the rack dave yeah so from the rack um kind of a, a bite-sized news site on fantasyfitnessing.com uh, just right up the top uh, you'll see from the rack um, listed there um, just an easy way to, to follow all the news that's going on in the world of crossfit uh, so first up, um, Phil Toon has a broken thumb. He's not sure when he broke his thumb, um, but I think really the only impact to, to his training is that he's not using hook grip like all us regular folks. So um, probably shouldn't uh, impact him for the rest of the season. And then uh, also in injury news, uh, David Shrunky, um completed the first two workouts of quarterfinals, um, but didn't complete the rest. Um, and it turns out it's because of knee surgery. Not sure um, what the extent of the injury is, but it uh, looks like he's um, obviously done for the year without finishing quarterfinals. Uh, and this is his second year in a row without um, being able to to complete the season due to injury. So um, I think he's on the wrong side of 30 in terms of age in CrossFit. So um, this may be the end of the line from his individual competitive career, but um, still still coaching Emmetal um, in her pursuit of the games this year. Um, competition news. Madrid CrossFit Championship announced their prize purse this week. Um, looks to be pretty close to a double of last year with the um, individual or lead individual champion will be taking home 30,000 euros this year as opposed to the 15,000 uh, that um, Krennikov and Solveig Sigurdotter uh, took home in 2021. Uh, and then in terms of some more crossover athletes, um, Jason Smith, um, the you know seven times games champion out of South Africa or games competitor out of South Africa was competing in a boxing match this past weekend, which uh, seems a bit interesting to, um, ahead of semifinals. And then four times CrossFit Games athlete Maddie Sturt um, was on a track team um, that won the state championship in Victoria this past weekend. So um, you know it's success from her uh, in cycling. So. Um, yeah, that is from the rack for this week. Awesome. Thanks. Those are fun little snippets of news pieces of different athletes using their fitness in different ways and who's hurt. So on to who you are bullish about for the season. Guy Malajeros is on top of your list. Yeah. Uh, so Guy um, finished I guess, second worldwide in quarterfinals there, which um, was a bit of a surprise, um, definitely for me. I think a lot of people expected him to win South America, but for him to come out and uh, finish that highly on the world leaderboard, uh, which, you know, kind of the one thing that got me um, or thought more upside about this performance than last week was just looking at his individual event finishes. Um, you kind of expected him to shoot the lights out on the lift just because the guy can lift a house. Um, but the... The other total, I guess, was his third best finish of the competition. So he was second in event five, uh, and I think he had another event or top 10 in there. So for him to have the lift as his third best finish uh, in 
quarterfinals. Um, makes me think that some of those holes that he had um, last year in his game um, have been closed. So um, definitely we'll kind of moving him up my rankings going into the season. Yeah, that's great to see from him. And then next up is Haley Adams. Yeah, I guess also um, from Mayhem here. Um, so what, you know, got me with Haley Adams, um, I guess I can't remember. I think she was, you know, top 20 or so um, within quarterfinals. So um, nothing spectacular from her there. I think just having a, a five event competition, having a sole strength piece definitely hurts her since she's not the strongest athlete there. But um, from Haley Adams last year on the 4RM uh, front squat, which was the strength event in quarterfinals, I think she was about you know 517th, whereas in the other total this year, she was 261st. So basically just chopping that score in half um, just shows that she's continuing to improve her strength. So while she's never going to be that, you know, elite strength athlete, having that progress will give her, you know, instead of a, a 14th in event with a heavy clean, it might be a 10th. Or um, when the, it is that 1RM strength event at the Saturday night, um, she's getting, you know, a couple of places higher. And so over the course of the CrossFit Games, um, when there is those, you know, handful of strength events, if she can get an extra 5, 10 points, in each of those events, um, that could be the difference from fourth in a podium spot or fifth from fourth. So just depending on how the events play out, you know, she's going to, you know, be in the top three in a running event. But if she's able to, you know, grind out, a, you know, an extra 10, 15 points every time there's a heavy barbell, um, that's going to make a huge difference for her over the course of four days. Yeah, that's going to make like a massive difference for her. And it's interesting just seeing all the other um, females come out of the team divisions and they can all lift a lot. It's kind of interesting to see that Haley Adams was sort of the first one to come out of the team division. And that's actually one of her weaknesses. So, yeah. And like when you stack her up against kind of that, whatever, the behind Tia group. So you got uh, Kara Saunders, Gabrielle Magala, Laura Horvath, Mallory O'Brien, um, Brooke Wells. Like, all of them can lift a ton. So like she is kind of on the other end of the athletic spectrum compared to all those athletes. So depending on how the chips fall with the programming, um, you know, she's going to beat all of them in a running event. So if she can eke out a few points um, on the lifts compared to the past years, it could be the difference from her of getting on the podium. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking of somebody else that can lift a lot is Noah Olson. Yeah, no Olsen. Um, so 10th place finisher at the games last year. Um, again, also kind of in that 30-year-old ballpark um, in terms of athletic performance. Uh, after seeing him in the open, um, wasn't super excited about Noah Olsen going into the season. But um, having seen his quarterfinals, um, he was I think top five or six in North America. And he was one of those guys that got assessed a major penalty on the pistols. So um, just seeing that level of performance from him, um, even with that penalty, I think, you know, he is, he's all in again this season, making a run for it. And then, um, you know, score some karma points for just dropping into a, a local CrossFit class this week as well. And just, you know, doing the programming with the rest of the class, which is always cool to see from these elite athletes. Yeah. I love it when they're like normal CrossFitters. Yeah. Um, another sort of injury comeback is Jamie Simmons. 
Yeah, Jamie Simmons, we talked about about her after the uh, Gar Corner final show last week. Um, so she had, you know, in the first three events, um, some elite performances. So I think she was a third, a fourth, and a fifth in Oceana last year or last week in events one through three, and then was 30 plus in the other total and um, event five, which had the, the snatches at the end. So to me, it was kind of like a, a Jekyll and Hyde performance, I like some elite performances that we would expect from her and then some um, other ones on the other end. And so she ended up sharing this week that, you know, she did take it somewhat cautiously um, going into those events. Uh, so um, giving her another, I think, seven weeks um, until Torian to rehab the shoulder, strengthen the shoulder. Um, you know, it, it will be interesting to see how that semifinal plays out. Um, I think it's going to be Tia and Kara um, taking in the, the first two spots um, just based off the their performances so far this season. Uh, and it, it could be a pretty big grudge match between Jamie Simmons and Ellie Turner for that last spot. Not to mention Maddie Sturt, who's, again, also been to the Games four times and was third at last chance qualifier last year. So um, it's going to – it's probably the semifinal I'm looking forward to the most just to see the competition among, you know, these five women for those qualifying spots. Not to mention the men's side is also going to be crazy for those three spots. Um, but, yeah, um, I like the Jamie Simmons, um, and hopefully she's able to, to get some of that strength back for Torian. Yeah, I think – I always like it when you see an athlete like making some smart calculated choices. She didn't have to sell her soul on those last couple of workouts in order to make the top 30 to get to Torian. So take the time, make sure you're in good shape for when it matters. So that's awesome. Like tough to see, but awesome that smart choices are being made for her comeback year. And then another injury comeback is Brooke Wells. Yeah, Brooke Wells. Uh, so well, she was you know, fifth in North America um, in quarterfinals or something along those lines. Um, so kind of what we would expe- see for Brooke Wells. I think the one thing that stood out here for me was that she was asked, you know, shared on Instagram about, you know, how her recovery is going. And to say that her elbow is, you know, 80, 90 percent, but still finish in that, a top five position, um, you know, it it just sees like that she's still she's still not fully back, but she is still, you know, performing with the kind of the best of the the group there. So um, if she can get that extra ten to twenty percent back in her arm in the next eight weeks, or well, at least at semifinals, even at how she is, she'll she would advance to the games. But yeah, extend that out to four months more from her recovery timeline to get back to uh, Madison. Um, I think yeah, she is definitely in that top five podium mix there on the women's side. Yeah. And then again, just nice to hear like her qualifying that she knows she's not a hundred percent back. She knows where she is. There's obviously a plan in place and supports in place to get her to a hundred percent, which is awesome. Yeah. And then back to the men's side a little bit on Sam Quant. Yeah. Sam Quant. Um, so he ended up making a, a ton of changes um, last year after um, Mac um you know, it looks like he moved from Boston back home, um, working on the farm with his brother. Uh, and so just to see him finish ninth on the North American men's field, um, you know, makes me excited to see him again. Like after seeing him compete last year at that um, open announcement next to Medeiros where he was just, you know, gassed halfway through it um, and him bowing out early in semifinals kind of 
you know, the star lustered a bit on him. Um, so seeing him come back with the ninth place, uh, you know, makes me see that, you know, that second place finish a few years ago wasn't a fluke and he does have that elite talent to, to compete with the best. Yeah, it'd be really nice to see him kind of excel in a year that doesn't have an asterisk behind it. So, yeah, that's great to see. And then a little European action here with Solvig's surrogate Yeah, so uh, she was eighth place finisher in um, Europe. Uh, so it d- good to see her kind of top 10, which is who will see advance the game. So, um, you know, if all everything holds, um, we'll see her in Madison. But um, she's someone that, you know, I highlighted back in our, our pre-open podcast. Um, you know, she was a third place finisher um, on Team Goad at Wadapalooza on the team. So that was behind Team Krager and um, Mayfam. So, you know, a couple elite teams there. Uh, and she did win that Madrid CrossFit Championship in the fall. So um, she seems to be, you know, hitting her stride, um, obviously having the best season. But she also is training with um, out of with a program with um, Megala and Jacqueline Dahlstrom, who were also top 10 in um, Europe for quarterfinals as well. So again, like to see, you know, three training partners, um, hitting their stride, um, being in the top 10, um, you know, hopefully she's able to, uh, make that game's appearance after semifinals. Yeah. That'd be fun to see another daughter in the mix. And then Willie George's. Yeah. So Willie George's, so he was second in Europe in quarterfinals as well. Um, behind BKG uh, and was seventh in the open in terms of European men athletes as well. Um, with I think BKG and Koski were the only games athletes from last year to beat him in the open. So um, it's good to see him come back. He was also out last year with a shoulder. So um, again, having, you know, a full year to, to strengthen rehab definitely shows, you know, with his performance there. Uh, and I like, you know, just him coming back. I think the the European men's field is wide open. Uh, I think with, I think there was only four games athletes that finished in the top 10 of quarterfinals. Uh, and just, you know, that trio of, you know, Upnicks and uh, Henrik Hapnelainen and Andre Houdet, um, who are all, I think they're all top 20, top 25 at the games last year. They've you haven't really shown me that they're uh, taking that next step this year. So with the European field completely wide open for those ten spots, I think uh, I should say seven spots. I think BKG Koski and uh, Lazar Duchik are are probably going to be your for sure things as for sure as um, CrossFit can be. Um, you know, Willie George is just based off his performance so far this season. He's probably uh, at the top of the pack for those remaining seven spots. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. Yes, that European men's field is... There's lots of names in the mix. Let's just see who comes out on top. Yeah, and it being an in-person competition this year, I, I think, you know, if last year's competitions were in person, I'm not sure we would see the same 10 men make it to Madison. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see who's in the mix this year. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, we're switching to both being in person. So exciting. Yeah. All right. So I think that's all for this week. So go have some fun fitnessing and make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at fantasy fitnessing and our semi final games are going to be announced via email. If you have an account at fantasy We will 
send that out to you right away so you won't miss any of the fantasy games for the semifinals. Make sure that you're logged in there. So yeah, have fun fitnessing. Thanks everyone. <laughs>